BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. The pocket that you know. Hey, welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast. I love this time of year. Player movement, trades, extensions. There's so much to go over. Before we dive into what the Kings have been doing, I do want to ask for your help. If you could right now, if you're listening on Spotify or the Apple Podcast Store, give us a five-star review. All it does is help more people discover our podcast. So let's stop wasting time. Let's start the show. This sound can only mean one thing. More breaking news involving the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. Deuce Mason, Morgan Reagan, and we found out late Saturday night that Demonis Sabonis and the Kings worked out a new contract extension. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski says the deal is five years, $217 million. Oof. They'll give him a little raise this year. Little raise. Him to 30. After that, according to James Hamble, a Kings beat, he'll get raises. It'll boost up to 41.6, okay. 44.9, 48.5, and $52 million. Sabonis hmm. locked up long-term as a member of the Sacramento Kings. Your reaction to the news? Yay! Literally my reaction. I was I was really excited to hear the news. I think um, if you really want to break it down and go over what he's meant to this team to the identity of this team in just one season, right? And you can tell they want to go forward with that identity, especially on the offensive end. I mean, he led the league in rebounding last year. He's showing that he deserves this type of money, and he's showing that he can be a big piece for any team in this league. His first full year with the Kings, you mentioned number one in rebounding. He was first in double-doubles, second in triple-doubles, made the All-NBA team. He had four 2020 games and the fourth player in NBA history to average 19, 12, and 7 in a season. Okay, now. I love this guy, man. And what he has meant since coming over here to Sacramento in that trade, it's crazy. It's crazy to see the transformation. And I think... He has an example of what you want out of one of your best players. He just wants to play basketball. He wants to share the ball. Yeah. He wants to do the right things on the basketball floor. And he is the Kings offensive engine. When you have someone that wants to do all those things, you pay up and you make sure you do anything to keep them. And the first thing you mentioned, he just wants to play basketball. 
He played 79 games last year. He had the finger injury, the thumb injury, the broken finger, however the hell you want to state it. And he wanted to play through it. He didn't want to get the surgery and be out for weeks and weeks. He wanted to make sure that he was out there on the floor with his team. And I think there's certain things that we can absolutely nitpick about his game because I know as soon as there's a giant contract that is what people do right we go well what can't he do what did he do wrong also prisoner of the moment of well if that's how he's gonna play in the playoffs every year then you can't sign a guy like that but truly it's not about what he how he finished it's about what he did for this team what he's going to do for this team going forward and they believe that he has so much more to show. I believe he has so much more to show. He's still so young. Morgan, with the thumb injury, that happened around Christmas time. He kept playing mm-hmm. the whole way through. And like we don't need to pretend like, oh, because he played with it, that means it wasn't bugging him at all. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure it was bugging him. And it only got worse as the season went on and then as the physical playoff play comes in the full, into the fold. Like the guy is getting hit all the time. He fought through it. And look, when you, one of your best guys can do that and fight through things and want to keep playing, all it does is make everybody else want to do the same thing. Absolutely. I, I also think he is way better defensively than he gets credit for. He competes. It's not perfect. He's not a great rim protector because he's not long. But man, is he constantly communicating defensively. He is not bad coming out. He's an anchor on the dude. pick and roll. Nope. He's great at communicating. I think he's a solid defensive player. I absolutely agree. And then you have someone in place. Like, how many times do we need to give credit to Mike Brown with every single signing and um, person that's coming to this roster in this next season? We go, well, Mike Brown can fix this. Mike Brown can help that. Mike Brown can alter this with their game. You know, we we do give so much credit to him because of what we saw in that one season. But I still believe that what Mike Brown has to offer, especially as a defensive minded coach to a team with a team defense, with a standard that everyone buys in and stays disciplined or you ain't playing. I think it's just going to get better and better. And continuity. How many times have we used that word when we talk about this NBA free agency for the Sacramento Kings and how important it is to continue to stick with what was working? If it ain't broke. Don't fix it. But in the sports world, it's absolutely important to make sure you are tweaking things, to always try and alter, make things better. And I truly feel like that's what the Sacramento Kings have been doing, not only by making sure you're locking in your big fella, Domas Sabonis, but with everything else they've been doing in free agency as well. And Woj reported that Sabonis isn't taking the full money available to him. He discussed with the Kings leadership his desire to prioritize the franchise's roster building flexibility over fully maximizing his earnings. Good. Like, the guy still going to get paid a lot of money to play in the NBA. He's still getting a raise, but he's (laughs) like, you know what? I'll leave you guys some so we can try to tinker around things in the future as well. I... Look at Sabonis and go, he's one of the best centers in the NBA. You want to keep guys like that in the fold. And I'll never forget when they made the trade, Halliburton for Sabonis, people went, wow, they just traded Tyrese Halliburton for a guy who's going to leave in two years. Uh Now... There's no there's no lingering questions about Sabonis's future. We're not going into this season talking about, hey, is he going to resign? What happens if he doesn't resign? 
oh, what, 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 what they're going to lose him for nothing? None what happens if he goes to LA? It's like, no, it, it's it's done. He is in Sacramento long-term, yep. and he, he's here long-term. Fox is under contract for a few more years. Herder's under contract. Keegan Murray and adding Sasha. You've got a core group kind of here. Exactly. And now it's time for this group to build and grow together. But with Sabonis, he is entering the prime of his career. Yeah, 27. I, I know damn well he's going to be thinking all offseason about what happened in the playoffs. Yeah, the hand thing was definitely a factor. Sure. But he was hesitant to take that shot. Yes. And maybe it was literally because of the hand thing. He wasn't as comfortable as he was normally. But don't hesitate on that jumper. If he Duh. could start hitting that on a consistent right. basis. And the three-point shooting last year, although he didn't take a lot of them, it was 37% from three. Mm-hmm. So it, can that expand a little bit? Can he uptick a little bit and shoot it with more confidence? All that does is going to open uh, up things for him and the Kings offense if he's able to do that. You got to look in the mirror and find ways for you to improve. And I think the Kings are banking here, at least for this year, on some internal improvement. And that's, I mean, but that's personal, personal responsibility yeah. on these players. And you have guys that have that mindset, that have that mentality of like, well, so-and-so is getting better over there. I want to get better right here. Why Why wouldn't you want to feel what you felt last year? And what you felt with winning was joy, was happiness, was togetherness. If all those things could happen while you're working and making money, then you're set. Then you're set. Just put the work in in the offseason. And um, I just like the group of guys that the Kings do have to go forward. And with Sabonis, I also feel like with this deal that will take him to the age of 33, he is the type of game that's going to age well. Yeah. Right? Like, he's super strong, stays in shape, but it's not like he's some crazy athlete all the time dunking on people. He's just a really smart basketball player. He is. And, I mean, you, you talk about it's going to age well, but at the same time, the way that bigs do take – and this is all bigs in this league, that they take hits and bumps – in this league, it's obviously still going to be more and more difficult. But it's not like he's jumping high up in the air and coming down on those knees or that or those feet and all that weight is coming down and it's going to be something that's difficult going forward. So, yeah, it's 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 great for that reason. It's also great because you just see where the NBA is going um, with a lot of these bigs. And how many times have we talked about, man, the Kings just need to find that modern-day big. And, of course, we still want to find that other big that can protect the rim and be a force uh, in the paint coming off the bench. but Or a four that's super athletic. Or that. Is a two-way threat. Lengthy, long yeah. wingspan. You know how we feel about wingspans. But Domas Sabonis, what he showed us in that first season, and I feel like what he still has to give, um, I'm just I'm so excited to have someone like him locked in for the Kings with this deal, uh, with this squad. His first full season with the Kings averaged 19 points a game, 12.3 rebounds, 7.3 assists. He was really efficient too. 61.5% shooting. He was 37% from three-point land. He was more efficient than he has ever been in his NBA career. And he's now entering his prime. So I, I just, I love what he has brought to this team. I think he's brought the joy back to basketball. He's been the engine to what was literally one of the best offenses 
in NBA history mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. And that was year one. Yeah. With a new group. Yeah. Now it's year two. You add some pieces. You bring over Sasha. Maybe bring it over Duarte. Add some rookies. But this kind of core group has a chance to really build on what they were able to do last year. I don't even know what else to say about Simonis because it's like I, everything we've talked about, it's like obviously he was going to get a deal like this. And um, the fact that the Kings get to have someone like this, like after all the years of awful, mm-hmm. awful, awful basketball, <laughs> like should I say it one more time? Um, it's just a... Um, it's a really positive weekend. Morning. It's refreshing. Yeah. They kept this guy. How many times can I say it? He's really, really good at basketball. Can you say how excited I am again? Yes. Yeah, well, okay. But here's the other thing. Because I think a lot of people that might end up watching this too will go, but he doesn't address this, this, and this. You saw what he did in the playoffs. I already kind of mentioned that, right? What player in this league or even in this world is perfect we can address the things that they lack that they are missing that they need to work on all the damn time and if you're getting paid this money yeah you sure as hell hope that someone like this is going to work on those things but i think i would bet on someone with the mentality and personality of domas Sabonis is going to work on those things yeah i just i'm really high on this team long term i am you know it's just not I, I know when you go from not making the playoffs and then you jump to be the number yeah. three seed in the West in a weird year in the West. The Kings were really healthy. Other teams were banged up, whatever. The Kings were good last year. The Kings were really good last year. And I feel like they have the potential to grow even more. They're not a complete picture yet. Like, I think no. when I look at this offseason early on, we haven't seen any other trades happen yet with no. the Kings, just going by what we know now. I think Monty McNair is so like deliberate with like, I will take the big swing when I feel like that big swing can boost us to another level. It's not out of fear. It's not out of fear of losing his job. It's not out of like, oh man, it's the only way we're going to take the next step. No, it's a, it's, it's, um, it's about doing it the right way. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about winning a headline right? And because headlines don't matter this time. Right. So you could, you could tell me all that. Oh, what about this? Like, I, I mean, I think if you look at the majority of his bigger moves, whether it's drafting Keegan or Sabonis, this, the trade for Sabonis, people weren't like going crazy about this. Mm-hmm. The Kings weren't getting a ton of love for these moves. He doesn't care. And I don't want my I don't want my GM to care what anyone else thinks. It's like you guys have a vision. Now go do it. And then you have to get results. Because yep. otherwise you're gonna be out of a job. But the reality is he has built this thing into something that is more appealing and compelling as a product than it has been in 16 and years. You know how you say you're high on this team for the future. I think with Everything that is going down, and let's talk about that too, with everything that's been going down in free agency, it's been um, tweaks, right? Like nothing has been like, oh, super sexy. This is going to change the 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 entire franchise. I think sports fans have a hard time when they don't win the championship, which, what, 29 teams don't win a championship? Yeah, breaking news at the South. Breaking yeah. news. 29 teams don't win a championship. When they don't win a championship and they don't make the biggest move that they can make, that big change, that big name. And it's really, when you take a step back and look at everything, 
this squad that they had last season had so much success. And then these tweaks were made. Sasha was added. Chris Duarte, I know we're waiting to hear more on that, but Chris Duarte, um, you re-sign Harrison Barnes, who was part of that success. You lock in your big guy that was part of this success. Trey Lyles is back. Trey Lyles is back, and now Alex Len is going to be back on a one-year deal. And even with that, I know that's not the sexiest thing to people because they're like, that doesn't address the type of big that we need coming off the bench. But at the same time, for all the prisoner of the moment people, you did see those flashes at the end of the season. You saw them actually trust him and utilize him a little bit more, and it was working. So with the tweak, oh, did I even mention Sasha in there? Either way, all those tweaks to the depth to this roster going forward on top of the success they built last year, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you too. I, I'm not ignoring the fact that I still think they have to get better defensively. And I think there are some ways internally they can get better now. Yes. But I don't know, like, how much of a jump can they truly make? I just think the offense is going to be even better this year. That's, and that's fine. And, and I don't know if that's where they're leaning. I think Monty's like, and he said this at the end of the season when he was talking about what what's coming up for the Sacramento Kings in the offseason. He's talking about, yeah, we need more shooting. Yes. we got to add shooting. You need shooting in this league. He, I think he's aware that they need to be a better defensive team. I think their point would be like, hey, we're a really good defensive rebounding team. Yep. We don't foul a lot. Second year in this system with some subtle tweaks, we can be improved enough defensively to be really good well, this year. Let's address that. They were where they were defensively. If you look at all the analytics, the yeah. metrics, whatever you want to look at. And we're the third best team in the Western Conference. Okay, for any of you who want to say that, oh, that was a fluke, though. The other teams weren't good enough. Sure. What, however you want to challenge me on that, great. The Denver Nuggets, middle of the pack defensively. 15th, I believe, defensive, defensively in this league. Won the championship. And Jokic isn't the best defender in the world, but he's a smart defender. And if you can add an entire team of smart defenders that know how to work together, stay disciplined, and can keep that team defense going – you can keep growing off that. Look at the Kings defense in the postseason, except game seven when they couldn't grab a freaking rebound. Yeah. But, but but like truly, you just saw their defense lock in and get better and better and lead to the playoffs and the third seed in the West. Yeah, and I also think when you look back at the Warriors series, I, I think the reason they lost that series was because their offense wasn't what it was. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Right? I mean... Ugh. I don't think we're going, hey, it's just because of their defense. I thought they, they showed better defensive moments. So I think second year, new system. I, I, the other thing, too, with Sasha coming over, like Mike Brown had a defense with the Warriors where Bielitsa in the postseason run like played a huge role and had some nice defensive moments. Sasha moves much better than Bielitsa, oh, yeah. in my opinion, too. Now, the difference is they also had like a Draymond Green out there. They had some other defensive pieces. Absolutely. And, and they've obviously done it won championships can play some good team defense at times we've got more of the podcast coming up in just a second but should mention that today's podcast presented by our friends over at isak fitness morgan's trying to get less fluffy her words not mine that is true okay i know you didn't know it's true I'm but i i do endorse <laughs> i'm just kidding let's talk about you okay stop i don't want to <laughs> anyway uh we are getting back in shape you know i gained a little 15 pounds from January to April. I don't know how that's even possible. I deserve some sort of 
I don't know, award for doing that. Anyway, I'm dropping because I am getting back into a routine. Over at East Act Fitness, they've got classes, spin, yoga, weightlifting, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. There's no judgment. That's why we joke we only judge each other. But when we're there, it's just, it's not intimidating either. So if you're trying to get back in shape, if you're trying to find a gym that you feel comfortable at, East Act Fitness is where it's at. Check out their website, East Act fitness.com also presented today by joey reagan over at lion real estate hey morgan reagan if you're looking for a house in the sacramento area there's no better person to hit up than joey reagan he knows the area and he can help you search out your dream home it is true joey loves sacramento he's a big kings fan as well and um i know he's helped some of our listeners so if you're looking to buy or sell your home and you're just looking for someone to talk to and you're not looking for a salesy weirdo realtor person that's definitely not him he's actually not pushy at all and makes it very easy so make sure you connect with joey reagan check out his website jreagan.golion.com that's j R-A-G-A-N dot golion.com. You can also hit him up. Call or text 916-412-4592. That's 916-412-4592. License number 02128070. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bill so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together. There's all these different papers. There's all these different forms. What do you do? You listen to Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Yeah, because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business. How about for some time off after an NBA season even? That sounds amazing. So you know what you need to do? Listen to Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. 
When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. I think in the short term, I'm eager to see what kind of steps they can take defensively with yeah. what they have. Yes. It's long term. They do need to address it. If they want to win a championship. Yes. That four spot, that wing spot has to you want a two-way threat there that can really be impactful for you so you can go to that next level. I just think Monty is really patient with it. You you heard about flirting with OG. I, I think he wants to take a swing, yeah. but he wants to take the right swing, and he's willing to see this thing out a little Making bit. Making team-friendly contracts. I mean, Well, that's you, the other thing. They didn't get into any shitty deals. That's Well, and that's what I'm saying. And they got out of one that wasn't working for them, Rashawn Holmes. They, they weren't... I think Rashawn Holmes is going to add value to different teams in this league. Let's say it's Dallas. He wasn't being utilized on this roster at all. And it's like when you sign that deal, you also had a piece that was working with him that you ended up trading away. So it all wasn't working. So not only did you get rid of that contract salary dump that 24th pick some people are like but you gave a you gave away that first round pick that 24th pick 24th pick but hear me out on this colby jones was projected to be a first round pick ended up dropping ended up getting him in the second round so if you really want to look at it like that too it's like you still got a piece that was projected to go high in this year's draft yeah and i think they were excited that's why they moved up in the second round to get him at right 34 um yeah i i still don't love the idea of attaching him to home or ex attaching a first round pick to homes just for cap space purposes it was 24th pick but too. i also go look they were trying they, they probably took a swing to try to get kuzma they need space to do it he elects to go somewhere else and they pivoted and bringing back hb on a deal that Especially now that you look at some of the deals around the league, you're like, that's not bad at all. You bring back Lyles, you add Sasha, Sabonis extension, and potentially adding Chris Duarte. And we keep saying potentially because that deal hasn't officially come through. No, like Shams had the initial tweet and we haven't heard anything else about that deal since then. So I don't know if it's being expanded. I don't know what that could potentially it, look yeah. look like, you know, in, in the final details. But um, the other thing we, we briefly touched on Alex Len, and yeah. I was kind of talking about, man, could you go out and get a Mason Plumley? How would that look? I, I'm curious where Plumley lands, and I, I think the challenging part that the Kings face, maybe with someone like Plumley, if I'm guessing, would be, look, 15, 20, you're probably not playing 20 minutes a night. Plumley was a starter last year in Charlotte, yep. then goes to LA at the deadline to join the Clippers. And he is splitting time. Like he's, he's playing like 20 plus minutes coming off the bench. I just think in this situation, you're not getting that type of run mm -mm. in Sacramento. And so he's probably looking at it like, Hey, I still feel like I can play a bigger role on the yeah. team. I don't want to be stuck behind an all NBA guy. I want to play minutes. Okay, that's fine. And so the Kings go with Alex Lynn, who, like you said, I thought last year was so weird for him. He had so much going on with his personal life 
and then he got sick, and then getting back in the fold out of the rotation. They throw him out there late in the year, and we're like, what's happening? We haven't seen this guy really at all. And then he had some nice moments. He yeah. had some nice moments in the playoffs. I had an Alex Lynn stat I wanted to throw at you. Oh, yeah. In the 2018-19 season with Atlanta, he shot 204 threes in a season. I remember that stat. 36% from three. Not bad. Since then, since that season, uh-huh. that 2018-19 season, Alex Len has attempted 107 threes. I'm not saying I need him to shoot rush, him up. But can, can we get this guy some looks from three when he's in the game every once in a while? Get him in the corner and Lauren, let the man shoot. This is taking 207 threes in a yeah. season and then 107 since then. It's a little strange. Yeah. Get this guy some looks. If he can knock it down, why wouldn't you? It's not even, it's not necessarily, it's not super yeah. strange. It just depends on obviously like situation, role, all of those things. And, um, but, but I'm with you. The fact that he's capable, Yeah, it's like, there can be a possession. There can be a moment that instead of you just grabbing it and not looking like a threat at the elbow that you're like popped out a little bit more beyond the arc and your guys in drop coverage and you're like, shit, I'm going to shoot this one. Sure. Either way, like that stat alone shows you. I, I think Alex Len, again, isn't that sexy pick to people because it's not a change. And they people want to tweak at that position, even though he showed a lot of promise. When he did go in, you look at those stats and you know he's capable of being that modern day big. But on top of all that, do you guys remember too? He had some nice passes to people that were backdooring that or that had some nice backdoor cuts that were moving without the basketball. And I feel like we're gonna see a lot more movement, even more movement in this offense this season. You need him to be able to play on some nights 10 to 15 minutes a night. Yeah. And I think the other thing is I I do think they're going to steer some small ball five. You know, the Trey Lyle small ball five, I remember one of the first times I think we saw it for an extended period is when the Kings were in Minnesota taking on the T-Wolves and Gobert was trying to come out and defend Lyles. Yes. And I remember that night we're sitting here doing night check on get this guy some small ball five against some of these lineups. And you, you saw it have some success in the Warriors series, too, especially that one game where Sabonis is in foul trouble. I believe that was game six. Yeah. And he goes in there, and he was huge for the for the team. So I would love to see some more Trey Lyle small ball five out there. You know, and it's interesting. I feel like, for me especially, uh, in an offseason, to feel this optimistic about the future for the Kings um, and even next season, it feels like a lot for me because last season – I was like looking at that roster and going, okay, we're talking playing this season. Let's see what Mike Brown can do. We're talking playing. I was way off. I mean, they exceeded all of our expectations. NBA people around the league, their expectations. And so what makes you not believe that they can't take a leap from what they just produced last season, you know? Yeah. And that's, I, I don't know. I think that's why I do feel very positive going into this season. And I, I hope my feelings are right. And I'm just not going to doubt this front office or this roster until they prove me otherwise. Yeah. And they could still add. I mean, I don't know if there's a trade to be made. Right. There's been some talk today. Hoops Hype reported that the Pistons and the Kings are interested in free agent Tory Craig, the veteran 6'7", good size, played last year with the Phoenix Suns. 
79 games with Phoenix, started 60 games. Yeah. Big body, wing defender who can hit a three. And, you know, for a guy that has the capability of just knocking down a three every once in a while, play some defense out there, veteran, been on winning teams, that'd be nice for your wing depth. Yeah. 32 years old. And I know people are like, why well, get an old guy? I mean, what? Would he be the oldest guy on the Sacramento Kings roster? You're adding some veteran presence. I mean, it- I, I, he, I think he would be the oldest because, yeah, Craig at 32, Barnes at 31, Alex Len is 30. 30. Are we missing anyone? Well, uh, how old is Sasha? He's like 27, man. I thought he's like 29. We'll no, have to look he's that not. Up. Wait, let's look that no, up. We're going to look it up right now. He's not 29. Why are you trying to age my guy, let's Sasha? See. He's 27. 27. Okay, 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 okay. He's 27. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I think Torrey Craig would be a, a nice veteran pickup for this team for depth purposes. Uh, by the way, yes. he, just to be clear, I, it's not that outrageous. You said 29 because Sasha does turn 28 in August. Holy crap. Does that make you feel differently about the deal? You know, I say this one, they need to turn back. No. Um, yeah. But Tori Craig, if that is uh, a name that is connected to the Sacramento Kings, I know, again, for a lot of people, they'll be like, that's the biggest move they can do. And okay, it's can, like, can I just say, it's what? so funny. You say a lot of people. There's always some people who make that noise. It's, no. There's actually some people. No, like, no, yeah, no. The Kings have been solid. No, no, no. I feel like mostly because in Sacramento, I feel like Sacramento, uh, a lot of fans are conditioned to be pissed <laughs> off in the off season and with what moves yeah. are being made. And it's like, hey, you don't need to be pissed off this year. Some good shit happened last year that they're trying to build off of. Uh, and so I think that's where when I do see the negative comments and like, comments even toward me or whatever i'm just like what what is this thought process it's very interesting to me well an outsider perspective i saw this from sam vicini last night covers the league for the athletic he responded to the sabonis extension saying and there we go i think this has been a really sharp offseason for the kings retained all their guys on a reasonable deal seemingly will be bringing in duarte brought Zenkov over then this extension super impressed with the job monty mcnair has done the last couple of of years um i guess to sum it up let's also know it is july 2nd i mean oh. i mean other things can still happen in, yes in the nba sum it up on a sunday this king's offense is going to be disgusting i mean in a good way in a great way i remember last year before the season started our guy drew king's film room yeah on with us and we were both like, yeah, I think this could be a top five offense in the league. Yeah. I think Morgan laughed in our faces, but whatever. They ended up being the best offense. I just didn't see it yet. A second year with this group. Yeah. Keegan taking Whew. a bit of a step this year. Mm-hmm. Can, can he just... I'm, I'm eager to see what he, he's worked on this offseason. We're going to see a little bit of it in summer league. Um, I think Sasha... It, it, it it's going to be really nice what he could provide out there. Him and off Malik the, off the bench? Oh, run a little pick and roll game with this guy, these guys. And the other thing is, th- Sasha does not stop moving. This guy doesn't need dribbles. He's going to attack the rim and finish. He's going to hit threes with that quick release. Curl off a screen, oh, be open. It's going to be so nice. And just hit him being such a threat is going to open things up for the entire Kings offense. Yep. I mean... That, to me, is a massive upgrade. You think about all the bigs that the Kings had you know, at that size last year. You're like, Metu had some like moments, but not exactly a three-point shooter. Right. The Kings just added a lethal three-point shooter 
in Sasha. Like, I think he's going to be that impactful. He's smart. And the other thing, you know, people talk so much about his defense. I actually had one YouTube comment I laughed at. The guy was like... What? The guy, I love this. Cracks me up. What? He's like, he moves like <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki in his last year. And I'm like, okay, funny comment. So Not accurate at all. Like, the guy actually moves pretty well. The one thing, I, I was just watching as much Sasha as we have uh-huh. that's jumped out to me. He plays hard all the time all the time he he goes hard he's not soft well, at all and and i think the other thing too because um he, I mean, he's probably gonna get worked at times defensively I'm yeah not gonna lie, but yeah but he's but a smart defender we were talking about this this morning too we were talking about how you know oh we'd like to see because this is all we talk about we would like to see harrison barnes you know rebound a little bit more but if he's boxing out his guy and sabonis is doing his job and boxing out his guy and they're not the ones grabbing the actual rebound at times but they're doing their jobs it's guys like sasha that are flying in there and crashing the boards on the offensive end on the defensive end i mean he he's He's a a wing that can also yes. rebound at a high level. Keegan's got to be a better rebounder yep. this year. And yep. maybe with strength and Crash. getting used to the physicality of the NBA game, he'll be better in that regard. So I, I like this this long-term project for the Kings. I think they're – Monty has said that from the start. Like they're trying to build sustained success. And you're not trying to skip steps, you mm. know. I think – They've they've had some subtle tweaks this off season. Although I think Sasha is going to be really impactful for them offensively. No, I think he is. Okay, I really do. I Look mean, at me. I'm still in the like. Well, let's wait and see how his game translates. A six nine guy who could shoot, cut, different finish pace at the in rim. the NBA than it was in your league. I'm just saying. Player. I'm just. He's going to be. I'm not saying he's an all star. I'm I saying know. he's a really good role player for I'm you. Just like, those you challenges. need players like that. I think Chris Duarte, if he ends up here, has a chance to. Get back to the guy he was his rookie yeah. year, which is just a solid player playing with Sabonis. With Sabonis, exactly. They have high IQ players. Mm-hmm. They have all guys who play hard and work hard. They're connected. A year under their belt, a yeah. Year, a good coaching staff. I'm like, this is going to be a good team again. It's going to be a good team again. And are they a championship team? Breaking news, no. I do not think they're a championship team. I think they're a team that could advance this year. Yeah. And get, and That's get the out of the first round. And then it's on McNair to keep putting the Kings in a position with this the flexibility. Look for those trades. Look for the, the ability to, to go get that missing piece where you go, that is the person who can take you to the next level. Let this team grow a little bit also, together. Because I was going to say, also like even last year before the trade deadline, I always mentioned this, shit was working. Yeah. So there weren't tweaks made. I remember me including other people i felt the same way i mean we all felt it a little bit like what did everyone else in the west get better and not the kings and then the front office just flipped us all off and said ha 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 playoffs bitches (laughs) i also i've seen some people suggest that while the west has gotten better and the kings haven't gotten better i'm like well i just really the teams have gotten dramatically different like the suns are dramatically different yes they they had a whole bunch of minimum guys i love the yuda signing for sure watanabe could be a nice fit for them Obviously, they land Beal, but like that team doesn't have much flexibility and they have to like win now. Yep. And they don't have draft picks, they don't have cap flexibility, and they're banking on like, can KD stay healthy as he gets older? Can Beal stay healthy? Okay. Um, go go to Portland, Memphis. They at, yeah. Well, Portland, what, what? I mean, Portland, I don't even factor them in just because of what's <laughs> happening 
with the Dame situation yeah. now that he's asked out, but they gave Jeremy Grant five years, 160. So weird, weird team, but at least they have some young talent uh-huh. that they could build around and start thinking about the future a little sure. bit here. Um, Memphis, without John Morant, but they add Marcus Marr, Derek Rose. They made some tweaks. I'm like, okay, Houston, Van Vliet. Dylan Brooks got $20 million a year. Oh my God! I you guys, Dylan Burke's got you guys. Here. It's insane. Uh, I'm just thinking about Lakers. The Lakers made some. You Lakers know, made an impact. I think, I think, and that's the team that I go. Okay, like they. People want to sign with the Lakers. People want to be with LeBron they James. They got Austin Reeves at a great deal, mm-hmm. and he didn't go sign an offer sheet somewhere else and force the Lakers in, in a tough situation with matching. Although it seems like they would have matched anything. I think I'm like four years, fifty-four million, and then you add. You know, they brought back Rui, bring back D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. They get Gabe Vincent back into, or they they bring in Gabe Vincent on three years, what, 33 million, something like that. Yeah. Um, Torian Prince at a year, four and a half million. I do like some of the tweaks they made. The Rui signing is one where I'm like, oh, you're really banking on the, the guy you saw in the playoffs is the guy that he's going to be in the future. But you're they paying believe him 17 it. million a year. Okay. I'm just saying, I feel like that is a bit of a gamble. Anyway, my point is I'm going up and down. Okay, the Golden State Warriors, dramatic change. Pool's gone. Chris Paul's in. Okay. I just don't think that there's been like a crazy shift in the Western Conference. Kyrie and Luka, they're 5'11 when they're playing on the floor together last season. It's still very early with that. Like what what tweaks are they going to make and what are they even going to look like on the floor? Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, the Nuggets even losing Bruce Brown right there. That, I mean, alters yeah. their team. No, that does. Yeah. So, anyway, as we're just a few days in the NBA free agency, Sabonis extension. Mm-hmm. Sasha has come over. Trey mm-hmm. Lyles resigns. Harrison Barnes. Alex Len. They pick up Kessler Edwards' option for next year. Uh, they draft Colby. Maybe trade for Chris Duarte. Maybe right? trade for Chris Duarte. Jalen Slauson. Um uh, obviously traded away Rashawn Holmes. Yep. Uh, Chemezi Metu is in Phoenix. And Terrence Davis probably won't be back. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's there's your recap of the tweets that were made too. Can I add one more thing? Ooh, what? I do think from the Terrence Davis perspective, and I know he was a role player and he was in and out of the rotation at times. Yeah. But having another guy that can create his own shot was really nice. And I think the, the Kings will miss that aspect from him. So hopefully... It leads, again, this is where you bank on, hey, can Keegan do a better job mm-hmm. of attacking and showing a little more offensively this year headed into a second year? But, yeah, that's where we're at at this point in time. Wow, I didn't think we were going to be talking this long, but this was a lot of fun to just hang out and kind of reflect on the last few days. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed to our channel. Turn on your notifications. We will be dropping content all off-season long, including during the California Classic Summer League. We don't stop. We love you guys, but we gots to go. Hey, you all have a great rest of your day. See ya. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.